Let's roll it. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. What you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a miracle. You've been given the scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the material to pursue the exploration of the universe. Broadcasting around the world. Three, two, one. This is Mind Faction Podcast. What up? So, uh, how y'all doing tonight? What up? Doing good. Doing great. What's up? So, we got the usual crew here. We got, you know, Ryan and, and Dustin Losey over here and myself, Garrett. Um, but we got a, we got one of our buddies in here tonight. He just happened to pull up. We had an open mic, so we conned him into jumping on this open mic. His name is Dwayne Stevens. Hey, what's up, guys? And he's a... Uh, He's a mind faction, so he listens to the podcast pretty regularly. But anyways, we got some exciting shit to talk about tonight. So if anybody's kept up with the podcast pretty regularly, you know that I'm on some wild shit all the time. I'm on some wild shit. Speaking of that, let's do a little toast real quick. Let's do a little toast. Wild boy. Of course, I'm I'm drinking. If y'all ain't tried this Jameson um, Irish whiskey, I got that in there with some uh, Rockstar White. Bro, get your water out. Yeah, get your water out. (laughs) Dwayne, shit, we got to do this toast, bro. You ready for this? Yeah. Elevation in life. There we go. We're going to toast to that. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Why ain't I know that water's hitting hard? I ain't about that. You ain't about that? Mm-mm. So we got Losey over here sipping on some hard uh, Mountain Dew. Watermelon. Watermelon. He just tried it. That's not he ain't feeling it. Mm. I'm on the epic ass Jameson. And I'm going to be honest here, man. If y'all haven't drank the Jameson um, Irish whiskey, triple distilled, it's a lot like. To me, Jim Beam, but better tasting. I know Jim Beam's a Kentucky thing. I get it, but it's real smooth. I'm also Irish, so I'm representing over here for my boys overseas. Well, I mean, we all know Beam is not like a high dollar liquor. You know? Right, right, right. I mean, like the Jameson's like forty something. Oh, it's. I mean, there's different versions of Beam, but like the regular Beam is. I mean, it's not. Okay, okay you talking? Jimmy. We talking uh, regular Jim Beam? Like my right, dad was right. here, dude. He'd be tore up. You'd be a. Singer. I mean, they have like reserves and all Jim the too. the fancier versions of it. Uh, we, we need to get yeah. him on some Jameson. See if he likes it. Uh-uh. He tried it. He only likes bonded, man. I swear. Really? We, we went and we bought for his birthday. My dad's not an alcoholic. Just right. so I'm gonna throw that out right, there right, real yeah. quick. He's not. Yeah, disclosure for tonight. But he's not. But like it was going out. So bonded was going out, dude. We bought like fifteen bottles of bonded. Can't find it anywhere now. Damn. And, but yeah, for his birthday. So so they took that off the, the lineup for Jim Beam? I mean, I guess. Nobody nobody was getting it Damn. anymore. So. Hey, Jim Beam, bring that shit back for Losey's dad, bro. <sighs> I'm telling you, dude. Wayne's over here on some uh, some kind of water. Some kind. He's on that healthy yeah, kick. I got that watermelon. Watermelon that, lemonade. That fruity water. water. She's going to have watermelon in Fiji, dude. You're bougie. Hey, <laughs> before we get into the other other discussion tonight, me and Dwayne one night was here at the, at the fucking podcast headquarters, a.k.a. Inc. Allegiance, and somehow, oh, yeah, I went to the dollar store. They had this Icelandic um, spring water. It looked badass. The bottle looked like a fucking glacier and shit. It was is on it, sale. Is it in a green bottle? No, it was clear. No, it was clear. Clear red and black, right? Or gray. I don't yeah. know, gray and blue. I can't remember. But um, so we're like, damn, this shit's, it's like, what was it, 8.7 on the pH scale or something, supposedly? That's what it was advertised 9 point on the something, bottle. yeah. So what the pH scale is, guys, is the acidity of the fucking water. So the less of an acidic um, water you have, it's actually better for your body. It's alkaline. And what acidically 
waters and, and things in your body do is it causes cancers and certain illnesses. That's what they were stating on, on YouTube. Really anything down below a five. Yeah, anything below really a five. And yeah, you know, here at Mind Faction, we get off on some weird kicks sometimes. So I'm like, I wonder we're like, I wonder how pure this fucking water really is. So I was like, somebody on YouTube's checked this shit. We looked up like thirty <laughs> bottles of water. We was we're like an hour deep in this shit, watching different <laughs> bottles getting tested. So now when my ass is shopping at Walmart, I'm like, nah, don't grab that shit. Don't grab that fucking acidic, bro. Don't grab that shit. It tastes like dog shit. So we was like, man, we're sitting there sipping on this Icelandic water. And it tastes it tasted really well, smooth. I mean, I can tell the difference in water as far as like Purified spring water. I'm a spring water guy. That's what they say. You know, you're a real water drinker. You like not all water is the same. It really ain't like you can drink like Dasani some bullshit. Yeah, Dasani. We don't want no sponsorship. Keep that. That Dasani some (laughs) naughty hydrate. You can keep that sponsorship. (laughs) So they was testing this Icelandic water, and what this guy done was he put some kind of additive in it, didn't he? What was that? He put in there some kind of like. A drop or something he yeah, put in there? It's to fucking test the yeah. pH. It's like yeah. a pH balance. It, balanced it makes it react. Like you use with a pool yeah. or like a fucking spa. It makes it react and it turns it a color yeah. so you can yeah. test it's the so pH. So what he would do, exactly. he, he put it in there and he stirred it in the Iceland glacier water, whatever the fuck they call it. It looked really good at first, did it not? Yeah, it was advertised. It's supposed to be around eight. And it's very alkaline, which is great for you. And I'm over sipping on it. like, damn, this shit is legit. So this guy, what he does is he takes a straw and he blows... Um, Air into the bubbles into the water, and what that does is he says that simulates it sitting in your body, so it it absorbs the acidity and acid levels of stuff you've ate that day and what your body's expelling. Well, this shit turned colors real weird. He also said there has to be an additive put into it to make it. I'm like, I, I slung the bottle. I was like, fuck this shit, slung it. It was pretty funny. Yeah, when he put the drops in it, it went from like a like an eight to a three and a half. It did. Very acidic. So anybody that's listening, man, don't be drinking that purified ass water from Walmart. I know this shit's cheap. Um, don't be getting any kind of purified water because any any of the purified waters he tested was super acidic. A lot of the actual real spring waters was actually pretty good, but he had this secret water, air quotations. Wouldn't tell us what the fuck it was. It stayed like a bright purple. Secret water. Yeah, it was it was like a nine. And he or had nine in this weird half. yeah, he had in this weird bottle that was called Curacell. It looked like a Duracell battery, but it was a water bottle that said Curacell. Now it wasn't the water, because mm. we tried to find it. <laughs> but yeah, we got deep in that shit, bro. We had to leave. To find it. We had to leave. We had to fucking turn it off because we're like, yeah. well, what if they did Fiji water? What if they yeah, did I love you, man? But um hey, Mars coming up. From Science experiments, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I, I've watched those some of those videos before. Fiji is one of the best. It is. It was good, but what was it? Uh, Fiji and Evian. Evian was the best. They they yep. tested Fiji. below his water that he had. Fiji scored yeah. like a seven to a seven and a half. His was and probably Evian was like eight and a half. His was probably straight out the tap piss water. Man, that's <laughs> average. Pure as hell. Dasani. Dasani was like two and a half. It was fucking. It was. It was horrible. Yeah, I wouldn't feed that shit to my dog, bro. The, well, the literally Dasani tastes Loki can drink salty. out of the toilet before he drinks Dasani, bro. Anyway, yeah. bro. Like anybody uh, who who has drank other waters before and tried a Dasani, like it literally tastes salty. They had that in there, I think, to make you more thirsty and like to hold like certain. You know, a lot of people. Out I've there, always said that I drink Dasani and I'm more thirsty yeah, after I'm done. Exactly. Well, a lot of people out there don't realize. You know, in a workout scene. A lot of people tell you to stay away from sodium, but it's not always the best thing to do. Sodium actually holds water on your joints and ligaments. Your body but, needs yes, it needs some sodium amounts of it, but like not too much, right? And I'll I'll tell you what I thought that was really interesting was that uh, he said that high levels of alkaline 
in your yeah. body. Yeah. That cancer and diseases breeds off of that is, shit. No, is hard to live. Oh, alkaline. In high, yeah, yeah, yeah. In high, ever, in high levels of alkaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually repels that shit yep. and actually cures almost, cures cancer and like beats it. Yeah. Um, but it grows easier in a, a But when you have an acidic oh, yeah. 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 beverage in your body a lot or an acidic um, pH balance in your body, it breeds cancer and disease. It was pretty wild. It was pretty. It was pretty interesting. I know I'm taking y'all on some wild ass journeys here because we always do. But I just wanted to get it off my chest. It'd been about a month ago we watched it. Yeah, I'm like, hey Dwayne, I got this badass water. And he's like, oh yeah, what kind is? It? I was like, some Icelandic glacier Viking water. It looked like. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh yeah, I'll try some. We're sitting there drinking. We're watching. As soon as, as, soon as he it turned acidic, we looked. Me and Dwayne both looked. We're like, Garrett, what the fuck? Garrett threw his water bottle across the floor. I did. I was like, <laughs> fuck this shit, dude. Anyways. On another note, moving on from the water test. Yeah, so, man, we got deep on some water, bro. We got deep on some water. We're about to get deep on this subject right here. And like I said at the beginning, I'm going to regress back to what I said at the beginning <laughs> and state that if you've listened to the podcast quite a bit, you know that, like, I'm going through hypnosis classes. I know a lot of y'all out there probably thinking Garrett's on some fucking crazy shit these days. Um, it's just something different, man. And, um, Really, I was just doing a lot of soul searching. Like I said, when my father died, man, and I was just, uh, I don't know, just exploring the realms of everything. You know, I'm, I'm, I was always taught to keep my mind open, you know, think outside the box. So I've been going through these classes. Now, I haven't been dwelling in it as much as I should, like every night. So where I've been so busy working. But this weekend, I got into it real heavy. started studying up on it again. So I taught low seeing, uh, what was it, Monday? Yeah. Labor Day. She was off work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I come in and tattooed a little bit, and I asked, like, Losey, bro, in the group chat. I was like, man, you need to let me hypnotize you tonight. He's always down for that shit. I mean, a motherfucker to try some pumpkin spice ramen noodles <laughs> and put it on the line. He's down to get hypnotized, okay? I'm down, I'm down for it, yeah. For sure. So, you know, this would this was the actual first subject I've ever tried to hypnotize. So I was kind of nervous, you know, and I'm reading this uh, past regression script that my, uh, I guess you would call my teacher, she uh she provided and I kind of modified it a little bit to the way I wanted it to fit, and I'd say within twenty minutes, man, I can notice a considerable difference in the way that Dustin was breathing was his body language, and I can lie, man, when I realized that he was in a, a trance, a pretty deep trance, I got excited, like I had to calm myself down, <laughs> my adrenaline was pumping, I was like, dude, this is legit, we're yeah. getting here. It was pretty cool, man, and uh, I think it kind of messed with you a little bit. It did, it did a little bit. I mean, I mean, it's a trippy. I mean, I come from a religious background. Oh yeah, you know, I come from I come from straight Bible talk. Yeah, man, you know, ministry pulpit out of that. So yeah. I'm I'm on a um, it's kind I'm of on a open-minded, still spiritual. But I mean, oh yeah, you know, we're I'm, all spiritual. But you know, it's it was it was trippy. But, it's eye opener. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's wild that somebody can do that. It's, it's, it's kind of scary, man. Yeah. If you think about that. Yeah. Because I wonder if you like, if you called somebody asleep, if you could like, which I listen to stuff when I go to sleep in earbuds, mm-hmm. like affirmative uh, um, affirmations and the affirmations, like affirmative things to make you like excel in life. Yeah. I know it sounds wild. And uh, viral beats and stuff like that and, and sounds. So I take Losey, um, we get him in this trance, and I notice he's, his body language is different. I got the video. Um, and I might play it on the next podcast. Everybody, he might even want to play it. I don't know. Play that shit, bro. But uh, I wish I could deny it. I didn't bring the... I thought the computer could transfer it over. We'll get it out there. Of shit. We'll get it out there. That computer's definitely regressed. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I asked Losey, I said, uh, you know, at the end, you you count down. So, Losey, you're 29. Mm-hmm. I said, now, this stairway you'll be on, there'll be 29 steps. 
as you ascend to each, you know, descend down each one of these steps, it takes you back a year in your life. And I counted through and got him in a real relaxed state. And at the bottom, I said, there'd be a corridor with doors on each side of you. I want you to know and remember what the floor looks like, the doors look like as you pass through this corridor. And Losey, what he stated was why he was in this, in that actual time frame of the hypnosis session that he could had a key in his hand, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, yeah. He could visualize him standing with the key in his hand. Now, did that look extremely real? Oh, dude, so realistic. Like you're right here almost. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you have dreams and they're kind of vivid. A lot of times you don't wake up from dreams. You wake up from dreams, you don't remember what they are. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it'll come back to you throughout the day. Yeah. Like, this was, like, the the first. <laughs> damn, fuck. Damn, bro. And you get them sharp pox. I'm gay. Monkey pox. But for real, like, you don't remember that dream and it's not very vivid, but it'll come, like, you'll, it'll be certain times throughout the day where something will happen and it'll come back to you kind of, like, what happened? This was so vivid, like, remember, like, the first part, but then you get a little deeper into it and then you don't remember everything. Right. It is, like, looking at you right now. Really? When I, when I opened this door and stepped through this door, dude, I was, I was amazed. Yeah. And, uh, but it didn't feel any, like. Like a dream. It didn't feel out of the ordinary. It was like I was supposed to be there. Right. It's like you walked in this door for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So what it was, man, I said, hey, you know, where are you at right now? What do you see? And you stated you've seen a baseball field. Yeah, I was on a field. He was on a baseball field. In which you said also um, post-hypnosis that it was like a low-maintenance field. Mm -hmm. So it was like grown up some and just went well taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and I could, and, and then I asked Losey, you know, I said, hey, I was like, do you like baseball? And he was like, instantly, I love baseball. Mm-hmm. And what's weird, guys, they say a lot of times things you're drawn to in this life, you have lived in a prior life. You may have been a race car driver around. You might race horses or something. You know, it's where you like cars and Just speed. racing in general, yeah. Um, Dwayne, he might have been a porn star because he likes, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But no joke, like Dwayne was a soldier in this life, in the military. Dwayne's a veteran, so he may have been in a prior life. You may have been. Bro, in, could have. It could have been. You know, Bro, I like Spartan yeah. stuff. I'm yeah, really yeah. attracted to Greek things and, like, mm-hmm. ancient stuff. I could be from an ancient time. Who knows? But anyways, it's crazy because you're a, a coach in this life and you played baseball. Yeah. And that was that's what blew my mind when you said that. I was like, damn, like, that's that's Losey. Mm-hmm. So, I also, so right after that, I said, can you tell me how old you are? Look down at your hands. So, you look down at your hands, correct? Mm-hmm. You actually visualize. I didn't see my whole body. Well, I mean, like, you know, when I look down. Just like you knew so now. like, it's not like I'm looking at myself, but, like, when I look down, I can see, like, my hands. I can see what I was wearing. I can see my feet, like, the ground under me. Yeah, dude, it's 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 trippy. It's intense, man. It is. You know, the crazy part is I've been talking shit like I'm going to be hypnotized every fucking podcast, but I haven't <laughs> been hypnotized yet. So I'm really thinking about teaching, like, Losi or somebody here that wants to do that to be able to do that to me, too. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see any, like, specific colors? Uh, or structures? No, just just the field, like where I was at. I think, and we talked about this, like being Garrett's first person to to go through with this. It was kind of it was kind of a quick process, so to speak. It was. Um, but yeah, like you, it it was definitely definitely um, the grass was kind of like a uh, like a darkish brown color. So it's not like it was in season grass. Does that make yeah. sense? Or maybe you was in it's, a different it, location. It was, like, it was like a burnt brown color. So no, just no, like no. your truck, yeah. but, yeah, so, but, but for real, yeah, we'll get in that later. You know, like oh. you could you could see the surroundings. Like there was nothing; it was just a field. There was nothing really around me. Like yeah, trees. I was, I was and the shit. only person there. Um, you know, it, it it all looked real. 
I don't. I don't really. Know Do how you to think with the grass being like like a darker grass, you think it was in more of like a, a midwestern area to where like you know they got droughts and stuff and. Yeah, I think with the scenery, like nothing being around it, was it I super do. flat? Yeah, everything was flat. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. Mm-hmm. That's just, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, what's wild though is like when you go back and you watch the video, the the way that you hear me talk now is is not. How it I is spot. not. I've ne- no. I've never sounded monotone. No. I've never answered a question. Well, I mean, I have probably, but like with with this, like he asked me something and watching the video, I'm like, yes. It was it, his body language was not the same as Losi's body language. Normally, you know almost, what I'm saying? It was, almost it was, like you're attempting a different accent. Yes, yeah, yeah. And he was a different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So with Los, he felt he. Well, I asked him. I said, "How old are you?" You said twelve. Mm-hmm. That just that came out quickly. Yeah, like it wasn't like a stumbled on thought process. Like, but what was weird to me, and this may be where I didn't leave you in that scene long enough, as far because like I'm new to regression. Obviously, you know, I've just been studying you the first person. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked him. I said, "What's your name?" And you said, "I don't know." Yeah, see, and, I don't and, remember the name part. That's one thing that that's I don't weird. Talking about, yeah, you talked until about I that. watched the video. I asked you twice. Yeah, so I was like, you, you don't know your name. You're like, no, and and maybe it's caused like maybe in regression. And I've read this that sometimes it takes you a minute to really grasp those memories, those you know certain things because your mind, your subconscious mind at that moment's working, it's firing off. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, not only is it your first time, it's his first time also. Yeah. So, so there yeah. may be an, an internal holdback. That, yeah, that, that's very that, true. That, I've read that. that. You hadn't broke through. Almost like a block. Right. You know? Well, it's just in your head, since he's not natural to doing that type of stuff, Yeah, he's he's going to have reservations about stuff. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm going to state this gonna also. Take a minute I want to say that Losey probably was a little skeptical at first. Oh, yeah, dude. I talked about that. From I mean, you knew that. Always I mean, he's always supported that. me in believing in that. You yeah, know? for sure. Because we all support each other here on what we believe in, what we stand on. But, yeah. like, I feel Losey was, felt Losey was like, I just don't think it happened like that. Right. I didn't think it would happen that quickly. I mean, I, I don't, you know, think that it wouldn't wouldn't happen um, just because I, my mindset is so open now. True. That's true. You know, and I've seen a lot of things religiously that have happened that I never thought would happen. Oh, too, yeah. You know what I mean? Like demonic possession and stuff like that. Um, so that, that's why I don't I don't put anything like that down or I, I don't I don't dismiss any any of that. Yeah, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's wild once you get into religion. Um, and I know I talk about this a lot, but I'm also taking a religion class. Are you? <laughs> I have to. It's required. Damn, dude. You got to yeah, feed us it's required some of that to info. Take this religion class. I would love to check that out. <laughs> but yeah, that, I've just learned a lot to not dismiss any any belief system. Yeah, there's no reason to. You know? You know? And and it's it's neglectful of me to dismiss somebody and not be like, yeah, let's try it. I believe that. And I, I guess it's kind of a bad thing, too, now. Because <laughs> it makes you wonder. It does. And and for anybody out there, you know, wondering if we're going to continue on, you know, I didn't want to push Losi into like a corner, like make him, because I'm going to be honest, man, when you come out of here, okay, we'll just, we'll back it up here. Okay. So before we get all into this, because I get excited about this whole subject <laughs> um, and my ADHD really fucking kicks in, but okay. So I got Losi in this scene through hypnosis. He's on, he's on a baseball field. And I said, what year is it? You couldn't exactly tell me. He's like, I don't know, but it's old. Yeah, it's older. It's older is what he said. I said, do you, are, what, like, geologically, where are you at? Geographically, where are you at, you know? And he's and I was like, do you feel like you're an American? And you said, yes, it's America. But he, I think he just wasn't in that scene long enough. He was a 12-year-old boy, too. You know what I mean? Um, right. So what things, I did was. Things hadn't quite opened up yet. Exactly. And what I think I did was I didn't give it enough time and ask enough subtle questions to keep him in that moment. So what I, I did, I wanted to jump forwards in that life that he was living right then through hypnosis. I said, 
So in this life, I want to move you to maybe where you're around 20 years old. Can we do that? You know, and he's kind of like, he didn't say yes, but he's kind of moved his head. And uh, so I said, I'm going to count from five to one. One, you will be in this scene, you know, around 20 years old. The next significant scene in your life in, in this hypnosis session. So I count down. Um, and and I, I know he's there because I'm like, where are you? And he, and he hesitated for a minute. But it was weird because your body language changed then also. His breathing became more heavy. Not like he was scared in that moment, but like he was taken back. I could tell his his body language was different. And then he kind of touched his head for a minute. He goes, uh, I was like, where are you at? And he said, it's just all black. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Was it just like he was in a room with the lights off? Oh, yeah. It was just surrounded by darkness. And and moments after that, he snapped out of the hypnosis. What I'm wondering, Losi, is I wonder if you made it to 20 years old in that life. That's what I was thinking. I was getting ready to ask that. I, I, I When I really ran that whole situation through my mind on the way home, mm-hmm. Maybe I took you too far, you know what I'm saying, to where that was actually the death scene. You, you may have been at the past the death moment or right entering the death scene in hypnosis. Right, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know. What, what we need to do is if you the decide smaller, to do it again. Smaller jumps. We will, yeah, and I'll get more specific with my questions and, like, slower. The timing, when you're learning hypnosis, it's all about timing and the right questions at the right time. Because you don't want to rush it along. And Usually keeping the calm, because the calm is what keeps you in that. Yes, and uh, they say it usually takes anywhere from two to three hours for a normal regression. That's the hypnosis state, bringing them out, uh, even pre-talk and post-talk included in it, and uh, just the whole scene. But I think maybe if Losi decides to do it again, maybe we'll try to regress you back to that 12-year-old boy. Yeah. And start from there again, you know. Yeah. And go up to about 14. Yeah, I'll, I'll say something like, I want you to find the door in this corridor that took you to your last life when you was 12 years old. Can you yeah. do that? And if you can start back there maybe and slowly progress into that what i should have said was instead of taking you to the 20 years old or so it should have said i want to take you to the next day it's very important to you mm-hmm. yeah something is very important in this life and then you know i'd count down from five to one told you to be there and then ask you what you're saying and you could have been on your desk you could have been dying who knows you know it could have been that day i don't know it's what you know it's Pastoral life regression is so wild to me, man, because I was pumped, man. I ain't going to lie. I was like low-key, like, holy shit, adrenaline was pumped. I was like, this is legit. Like, I've been waiting to do this forever. Yeah. It so, was wild, though. I mean, like, that was the most – I've done a lot of things in my life, and that was the most physically draining yes. um, experience that I've that I've probably ever been a part of. Like, you know, I, I – Oh, yeah. I can only – you know, I can only talk about experiences like that when it comes to like being in church and doing prayer and things like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, between praying for somebody and praying for a healing and a past life regression and the amount of time that I was in there, that was the most physically draining point. Like I went home and was out, dude. Best sleep I've had in a long time. That's pretty amazing. No joke though. And like um, when Losi came, it was earlier in the day. It wasn't like super late. So it ain't like, you know, he was tired coming into the hypnosis. But I also say this, man, when you snapped out of that regression, you wasn't there for a minute. You was still lethargic acting like you was. And I say that with with regression, when you first bring somebody, especially the first time, out of a regression, it takes them a minute to get out of that hypnosis still. You know what I mean? Just, I mean, they're out of it because here's the thing with hypnosis, guys. During the hypnosis, you can open your eyes anytime you want and leave the hypnosis. It's not like I got you locked in some kind of 
trance to where you can't get out of, you know. Um, so I could tell Losi was really taking it all in when he came out of it, man. He kind of was like staring off for a minute. Just like, I think he was analyzing everything. I don't you call it what you want, dude. I was zoned. Was just, yeah, you was zoned, bro. <laughs> yeah, it just blew and, your mind, didn't it? It did. And that yeah, that mean, let me know the like how serious it was. Like mm-hmm. it was legit. Mm-hmm. And uh I think I mean I appreciate you letting me do that because that was badass. Yeah, was, and hopefully yeah. we got many more clients and people in the future to regress and hopefully help out. Wow. Oh yeah. We we need to regress these uh mic stands and get some new ones. <laughs> See, I just wonder if like in your previous life where Garrett is thinking you possibly didn't make it past 20. I mean, yeah. That if you had, it was so far back, if you had like some kind of type of sickness or illness that they didn't have a cure for back then. It's possible. Yeah, because I mean, the way Losey stated what his clothes was, you said you had what, gray, baggy type baseball pants on, like yeah, the old style? Like the old style pinstripe. Pinstripe. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's around 100 years ago. That could have been tuberculosis times. You know what I mean? Well, There's no telling, man. That is wild. So, I mean, I blame it on myself, really, for not keeping low seeing the hypnosis and maybe moving too fast along in that life. That's just a, a amateur It was error. just a big jump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, it was, you know. And I'll get better with time. So, anybody there listening, hopefully, if you guys are interested in past life regressions, when I get good enough, y'all can come to me and maybe we can find out some of the issues you have in this life that may have dwelled from a past life and we might be able to correct them for you. So, for anybody out there skeptical, low C is proof he was somewhat skeptical, but open-minded. But he seen the scene that he was taken back to. Oh, legit, yeah. Legitimately. <laughs> like you said, you could feel the air and stuff. Mm-hmm. The warmth. The surroundings. Yeah. It all. It's like being, it's just literally like being there. And that's the shit you don't feel in dreams. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, nah. it's real vague in dreams. Like, nah. colors are different sometimes in dreams. And, you know, some of them seem ultra real, but I don't think, I think it's a whole different thing. Because mm-hmm. your mind's in a different brainwave. But, man, I think that's awesome. But anyways, enough of me running my mouth. I just wanted to share, share with y'all the first past life regression experience that we had that I was able to provide Losi with, and he was able to be an awesome uh, client man and a specimen for me to put on the podcast to talk about. So, moving forwards. What we got? What we got? Do we want to talk about our amazing president? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about amazing, but... I'm bringing it back, bro. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. So, man, look, I didn't really, you know, right before the podcast started, I had known about a speech that Biden had made. They're trying to do all this, like, theatrical look, lighting, just to make this guy look good. There's nothing that can make this guy look good, bro. I'm sorry. There's nothing that can make. He's trying to forgive all these uh, loans and stuff for, for, for students and stuff. I get That's cool. But you know what he's trying to do? He's trying to buy votes. Well, with all that, the okay, the, the whole student loan thing. If if it was structured better yeah. and actually helped out the people who who needed the help out, mm-hmm. it it would be better. Exactly. I, I mean, I'm not for that. A lot of the people that it does help, from what I've read anyway, from what I've read, a lot of the people that it does help are people who can pay that off anyway. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, exactly. You know, did you see what Ben Shapiro had posted after all this happened? I, I seen it. I didn't get to watch it. I can't I remember been, exactly the way he stated, but he basically he said, if you can't pay for the loan, don't get the loan. And I mean, that's just how it is. So 
this also most ties in. I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we can help people with debt. That's awesome. But the problem is the state our economy's in, that's not going to help the overall picture. Well, to me, there's a lot of other things in the world that we could help or just uh, forget the world, our country. Yeah. Um, that needs a lot Focus more help than, than people who choose to go into debt to someday better themselves and make more money and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Homeless. Horrible problem all over the country. That's a fact. Fix fix some of that instead of, um, you know, releasing student well, loans. Well, okay. I understand that some people, you know, they need help generally, but. What do y'all feel about the homeless on, like, this sounds bad, I know, but hey, I'm all about putting it all on the fucking table. So, do you think like 50% of the homeless just don't want to hit a lick at nothing? I mean, it's definitely a thing. I don't know the percentage, but it's yeah. definitely a thing. We're just going to put it out in the open. Yeah, I think there's a big percentage that doesn't want to. What do you think, Lowe's? Oh, for sure, dude. I've dealt with them. I mean, not being mean, it's just like they have no no want to better themselves. There's no need to. Because everybody takes care of them. Just like dope addicts, man, a lot of times when their parents pay for everything. Mm-hmm. You would never get no better. Okay, that's like feeding a dog. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a stray dog. They're going to keep coming around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it's cool to help people that truly need to help. But at the same time, a lot of these people are able working, could be ably working people. I mean, damn. Like, make if there's, there's obviously some cases one yes, way or the other. Medically, but, mentally, you know, there's things right. that happen. I get that. Um, but dang, oh man, but there like, is a large amount of them that that could work. Choose to be that, especially young men these days. There's a lot of young men I see out here just dope plumb out, bro. I'm all about turning your life around. But there's some that just don't want to change because everybody, like their families, hand them everything. And I can speak on that firsthand. You know what I'm saying? Like around my family, my woman's family, it just you, you enable people, and it's like man, like they'll never change if you keep enabling them people. I'm all for helping people, man. Don't get me wrong. Don't think, man, Garrett's on some hypnosis shit. He's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just being real with it, you know? No, man. We uh, we did a lot of outreach ministry. and you know, I think that's awesome. It, it is, you know, and you get to deal with a lot of different people. But, dude, when you, no offense, you know, and I get it. People fall on hard times, and there were plenty of people that we talked to that just, you know, couldn't pay their bills. That, yeah, that, man. It, it's, it's the only option. She got upside down on them. But, dude, you, you come in to contact when. And I was like 25 at the time. You come into contact with 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds that are like, yeah, we came in. Uh, I, I spoke to a dude. He was 19, came from California, like train hopped here. He was in, This was in Knoxville. And he's like, I don't have to do shit. I don't have to pay bills. You know, you guys come and feed me. I get to sleep at. Uh, Just lay around doing nothing? Yeah, I get to sleep at um, the Carm down there under the bridge. Like, you know, they've got the Knox Area Rescue Mission. You get a bed. You know, you get breakfast. You get all this. He's like, I don't have to do anything. Why, why do I need my to mind, go to bro. work when I can live off of the money that people give me on the freeway and stand around all day and not do shit? And th- you, this is his conversation with me. And I'm like, dude, you don't want to be better? He's like, I don't have to be better. There's this no is, reason to this be. This is what I know how to do. This is what I'm going to do. I get paid every day. Man. <laughs> yeah, man, you got you to gotta watch out for some some people like that that holds those signs. Oh, like, yeah, they, like some of the Stolen Valor guys, too, being in the military. Yeah, yeah. There's guys that, like, have never joined the military, <laughs> never served a day in the military, and over it with Stolen Valor with outfits on. And Yeah. I beat the shit out of one of them dudes, for real. But man, I ain't even in the military. But, man, some of them guys are faking. Like, I was up at Somerset at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a guy standing there holding a sign, and uh, it said, hungry, no place to sleep. Yeah. So I pulled up. I said, hey, man, I'll buy you a meal or McDonald's or whatever. 
And there's a big motel that's right beside Walmart or Lowe's. Yeah. And I said, I'll get you a room. I'll buy you a room there if you want a night to sleep. The dude wanted the cash. Wanted the cash. He wow. Didn't, he didn't. He didn't want the. He didn't want the food. The meal from McDonald's. She got out and gave him a right hook. The room. <laughs> no, dude. Like I got some. I got some cash for you. That's it, man. They make. Right they hook. make their money every day, dude. Like you can feed them food, and you come down there, and and they'll be like, "What else you got? You? I don't want a hot dog." Are That's you not crazy, hungry? man. No, I'm not hungry. Somebody else just came down here 20 minutes ago and fed us before you got here. Like you don't have like a. You want that new PlayStation cheese? Four game? Like. Man, they don't have to do Five. Yeah. There's nothing they have to do. I mean, it is a big problem. Don't get me wrong. And I know we got off on a crazy topic talking about buying his uh, student loan forgiveness. But, oh, I mean, man, it's the same time. Everywhere. It's like, yeah, fuck it, we're everywhere. Well, I think everybody enjoys that, too. I, I mean, I, and I mentioned the homeless thing, and, and I agree with that. What I what I, I should have uh, led into it, a lot a lot more of what I was talking about, you know, helping with is more of the, the homeless vet, truly. Oh, yeah. The true, yes. Like, yeah. The veterans and put who, it on the line who, for the country. Yeah, man. I mean, who and, live on the streets and, can't and we should do have better that. We should have of, that. No, no. They I should was, be I, the best taken care of that we have. Oh, That's yeah. it for sure. I was in Lexington, just left a gun show, sold a rifle, and uh, on our way back, just had pulled out of the place. Traffic was super thick. We were stuck in traffic for about five minutes. There was a guy holding a cardboard sign. It said, "I'm a veteran." Had a bunch of writing on it. I rolled down my window, talked to him for about five minutes. Stuck you know in traffic. Fake. The dude was no, actually, he sounded pretty legit. Oh, did he? Like okay, he, okay. he knew so much about the military, all the different battalions, MOS the company, and shit. yeah, the MOS that he was, the company. He described it, man, all down to a T. I just sold a rifle. I gave him forty bucks. Man, you're you're a good hearted dude. I am too. But <laughs> see, there was a time when I was taken advantage of by some of these people around here, man. You know what I'm saying? So obviously, people walking are like. I knew they wouldn't get around my, like, hey, bro, this one time, for example, not saying not to help people. And I'll get into this well, it, it, it at a time. It, to it a does whole, make it hard, though. I it understand does, what you're it saying. It does. Um, and I'll get into a, a story right after this. I won't take too much time with this. But anyways, when I was probably 18, 19 years old, I was at Kroger in here in Whitley City, the old Kroger. And I seen this guy. Man, he looked rough, man. And I could tell he'd been walking because I seen him walking in when I was, you know, going into the store. And I said, hey, bro, you know, you need a ride somewhere. He's like, yeah, sure, that'd be awesome. I appreciate that. I said, man, I understand, man. People go through hard times, you know. So he take, he said, you know where Sunlaw Ridge is? And I said, yeah, I know where it's at. Yeah, it's about my mom's house, actually. This dude had me take him to a bootlegger, bro. Mm-hmm. Hmm, a fucking bootlegger. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, hell nah, man. You stay your fucking ass here. I was about to get out and smack his ass, though, for real. <laughs> so I was rowdy as hell at that age. But I was like, that's some bullshit. Another incident happened. Me and my woman one time in Oneida, Tennessee, we had been at, uh, this is where we had kids, and we went to Pizza Hut. Man, you always get way more food than what you need. So I seen this guy, man. He had a backpack on, looked kind of rough, you know what I mean? And I said, hey, bro, I got this whole pizza here if you like it. I was like, it's going to go to waste. He said, you think I'm needy, bro? I don't need your stuff. I'm over like, motherfuck, dude. My woman kind of had a comment. I was like, bro, what the fuck's your problem? You need to chill out, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I've run into something like that. Um I went down for an audition um, for a music thing in um, Atlanta, and I was just walking. I went, once we got to the hotel, I wanted to walk down to where I had to be at like 5 a.m. in the morning, so I didn't have yeah. to look for it in the morning. I could just go straight there. Oh, yeah. And in between, it was like a, a, a block and a half that I had to walk. And in between there, I got hit up five times by by people like that. And one of them was just all out. Like rude about wow. it because you wouldn't and help was, them out. Well, I didn't have anything on me. Right, I knew for one, don't take anything with me. 
because I don't, I don't, I mean, no offense, but Atlanta's rough. We all know yeah. it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I keep, my, um, I keep my pistol on me when I'm in there. So I didn't take anything with me. Like, I didn't take a wallet, didn't take keys. I told I told mom, I was like, listen, I'll knock on the door and tell you it's me when I get back. I don't want anything. Right. So, and he was just flat out rude because I told him, I was like, I don't have anything, dude. I don't have anything in my pockets. There's nothing that I brought with me. Like, I just come out to find where I have to be in the morning. He's about to and, rob your ass. Oh, yeah. Probably. Like, that's the way it I felt. Was in a, I was in downtown Cincinnati one time, and I think it was me. I can't remember if my woman was with me or it was one of my friends. It might have been Rodney. Rodney Cox might have been with me, mm-hmm. uh, which is Ryan's cousin. And uh, we was, you know, Ryan was, or I mean, Rodney was young, and I was probably, man, I'm going to say I was 22, 23. We used to go up like every weekend and party and shit, my family. So we're in downtown, just exploring downtown. Well, this guy approached me and said, hey, man, you wouldn't happen to have any change, would you? I said, yeah, I got a few dollars of stuff. Here's this. And he's like, I appreciate it, man. He said, if you need hookers and cocaine, Holler at me, bro. Oh, my God. I said, are you fucking kidding me, dude? He's like, yeah, man, holler at me, bro. I was walking off. I was like, man, you're a piece of shit, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, crazy. But he needs a dollar, but if you need hookers and cocaine. Hookers and cocaine. Him. He got the shit. He's got the shit. Uh-huh. But anyways, uh, now this ties into this year. So this just happened about a month ago. Me and my little So, guys, uh, we, we thanks for the patience. We had a little bit of technical difficulties on episode 42. What happened was, and we'll continue with the story, we did some ghost hunting last week. We could, was it what, last week? Uh, it was just a few days ago. A few days ago, really. Caught absolutely nothing. And we had used the same card because we was in a crunch to put it in our uh, infrared night vision camera. And it kind of filled up and we didn't realize it. But anyways, we're back. So, like I said, me and my little girl about a month ago, we left the house and we was uh, going to get some food for her Nevaeh. Her mom was at work. So we're coming out my road. And we noticed, like, he's on the other side. Of, like, I lived along the side of uh, some railroad tracks. So my road runs parallel with this railroad tracks. You come across a crossing, then you hit the highway and come back up to Oneida, Tennessee. Yep. So as we're coming down this road, uh, Mara, man, she's, uh, she's very observant, man, to be a six-year-old child. Very, very intelligent. So she said, Dad. She's got a huge heart. I said, yeah. She's like, there's a, there's a man sleeping under that tree over there. It looks like he's homeless, Dad. Can we get him some food? Huge heart, man. I love kids for that, man. They're just so pure. I said, you know, yeah, we'll get him something if he's still there. I'll, I'll stop and pick him up some stuff. So we go to Taco Bell and stuff, get everybody's food, McDonald's, where they wanted to go. I said, I don't know what this guy likes, but I said, I'll stop and get some chips and a water. And, of course, I got him the Avion. You know, I had to do him right <laughs> with that alkaline, bro. Oh, yeah. For you know, sure. I had to do them right the alkaline. Needed the alkaline. <laughs> had to have alkaline. But anyways, so we we do pull back up, and he's there. So I turn around, do a U-turn, and I'm pulling up in the Cherokee that I bought from Dwayne Stevens. And uh, it's on the podcast with us right now. Um, so I pull up, and Amar wants to get out. I said, you know, I don't know this guy. I got my pistol on me because I don't leave the house without it. I don't know the person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not judging anyone. But you never know, man. I got a child with me that might freak out. You never know. So there's some bikes going through right now. Um, I pull up. He's kind of laying down like he's asleep, man. He looked like he's in his mid-30s, about my age or something. So I walk up, and I brought him some Doritos and the Avion because it's alkaline. Uh, <laughs> and it's a good taste of water. I had to make sure he's got that alkaline level. We, we got to keep him hydrated. But he had a bicycle with him, man. And I could tell truly that he, he was homeless, man. Like, he wouldn't ask. He had no sign. He wouldn't ask him for no help. 
You know what I'm saying? He was just resting under his tree. Right. And I said, hey, bro, we all go through hard things in life. I hope your day gets better. And I gave him the stuff, and he said, I appreciate you. Thank you. You know, And that was it. I left. So Amara was super excited and happy about that, which I'm I'm proud to her of her having a heart like that. And she's the same way. For like, sure. There's been multiple times, multiple times I'm in the McDonald's line, and she's like, Nevada's like, Dad, pay for them people behind us as food. Puts me on the spot. Like, man, look, bro. <laughs> I've been grinding all week for this money. But anyways, I do it. But, it, you know, when you do things like that, and all I've seen, Losey will probably tell you too, even though those people that you knew was taking kind of advantage of the system, you felt good yourself about the things you had done. You know what I'm saying? Just helping somebody. And it's the, you know, the kindness of your heart, and that makes you feel good, man. It really yeah, does. Like yeah. when you gave that guy that $40 yeah. – it's just weird to think about it this way, but on down the line, you may not have noticed it, but there was a situation that fell into place for you in a good way. I feel karma wise for doing that to him, yeah, and for him. And it well, makes- it's it's just not letting the world and some like horrible situations and you know horrible experiences in the past with right. any any type of person like that 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 doesn't keep you from from helping the ones that. They need it. Truly yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah. And it makes it makes you feel good. Like uh It definitely here, does. Here about three weeks ago, man, I was in Kroger and the guy in front of me, um, he was it was an older man, a young kid, probably seven, eight years old. Yeah. And uh he was getting some he was getting some food. He had some hamburger meat, some hot dogs, had the buns. Um when he when they rang it up, he didn't have enough money to pay for all of his none of his vegetables. His tomatoes, oh, or his onions, ever anything. So he miscalculated what the bill was going to be. I mean, you can't yeah. tell these days with the way the groceries are. No, it's crazy. So, Thanks, yeah. Joe Biden. So, uh, so anyway, I heard the guy say, "No, it's fine, man. Just you know, just go ahead and put all that stuff back." And something told me it was like, "Get that guy's food for him." So, yeah, man. and the the guy that was ringing it up, he was bagging up the stuff to go to put it back on the shelf. And I said, no, man. I said, I said, don't take that, don't take that back. I said, give him his food. And uh, he said, no. He said, you don't have to do that. You don't have to buy, a, you don't have to buy that stuff for me. I said, you have your, you have your food. You have your hamburgers and hot dogs. I said, take your vegetables with it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a stand-up move, Noah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, I and said, it makes you feel good. I said, you, I said, you and the kid go make your food and have a good meal. And, and, it, and it's not like a way that makes you feel good, like it's like belittling no one or thinking you're above them. It just makes you feel good from the bottom if you're hard to do that. Yeah, I had I had to. But at the same time, you got these people out here that abuse the system. And I'm saying I'm saying that also with the student loan situation. You got people that's really using this to try to better their life. But yeah. you got some people that just want to jump in there to get student loans to buy shit and never attend these classes. And oh, they yeah. get in debt above their eyeballs. And now it's just forgiven, I guess. But you got people out there that's really working for it that's probably not forgiven. Like Losey said, and he's it, got some, and he, it's not forgiven. And essentially, you know it's not being forgiven. It's being paid for by the taxpayers. Yes. it's Nothing's free. Yeah. It, it, I can't seem to get this, like, through some people's minds, man. Like, nothing is ever free. Freedom's not free. Especially if it comes from You got people like Dwayne that's given years of his life because he wanted to. He signed up for it, but he he get, he's gave years of his life that he can never get back. So freedom's not even free. Right. There's people that's gave yeah. their lives for this stuff, that's died for this stuff. It's not yeah. free. Especially, yes. Yeah, and then you got people that take that for granted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you then you correlate this to the, um, almost like the participation trophy deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're just, what are we doing here? 
So you, you want to afraid get, to hurt somebody's no, feelings. So you want to take. I mean, you want to take a giant leap in the debt because it, that what that does is when you do that deal, the giant leap through debt. Which I'm not. I've not had no student debt because I'm. I'm stupid as fuck, but no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I did a different thing in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyways, I apprenticed under people as far as like graphic design, tattoo wise. But well, college is not for everybody, right? And having that debt is something to motivate you to complete those cat classes to be able to pay for that to be an honest, upstanding person, not to go out here and get like I got twelve thousand these student loans, bro. I'm gonna fuck my shit is gonna have fifteen pounds of boost on this motherfucker. I'm yeah. busting everybody's ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's fun. I get it, but. Leading back around to Biden's speech, I hadn't listened to all this. Ryan had played some on his phone before we started the podcast. I know I'm just rambling on. Jameson's got me turned up. Irish whiskey. It's in my bloodline. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what, what really got me about his speech was, like you said, Ryan, was it was more of a slander against the it Republican It was a, it was a party, 100% bro. a politically motivated hit speech. It definitely was. Um there was nothing very useful for the American people that I heard. So, I mean, I didn't listen to the whole speech, so I can't say that totally. But what I heard was nothing but directed towards the separation of our country further than it already is. Well, he just the whole time he yeah he was preaching about how um, you know Trump had divided the nation and the what he called the MAGA Republicans, which nobody knows the exact definitions of. I mean, uh, um, because he he would first say that MAGA Republicans were extremists and the extreme right of of um, you know Republican, and then he would kind of lump them all together. Yeah, so he's say, stereotyping everybody, right? And say that you know he he said at one point in time that you know not all Republicans are exper- extremists, and I can work with certain Republicans, which is not true. I don't think that there's been any Republicans voted for bills that he has. Set forward, not uh, that I know of. If there, I mean, if there are, they're probably the, you know, the ones that most people are trying to get out anyway. That they'd be the Republicans. Actually, would be like left now if the left wasn't so extreme, right? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Hundred percent. Um, I, I just don't understand what's going on in the world today. Um, I do understand what's going on a lot of fuckery, but at the same time, like we're America, bro. We need to come together on something. Well, it was just a. It was so politically motivated, it was insane. And the videography like, of this was ridiculous. It, as far as I know, it's the first time in history a president has went on and gave a speech <laughs> that was completely like a hit piece against his, uh, you know, a person that may run against it. Right. And, you know, you had Trump, he put out his epic video, didn't truly slander the left side of the political party. He didn't specifically state anything well, I mean, about he, them. He, he does talk, he, he does, he does truth, talk about bro. the left yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. But he, I don't, I mean, this, what Biden said, here's one quote, says Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundation of our Republic. I, I just don't understand that. Maybe I'm brainwashed because I'm like, I'm a Republican type believer. But what I mean, what what is he stating here? Well, I mean, if you if you look at the truth of the matter, what has his side done in, in the last in, how many yeah, in the recent, presidencies? Well, no, no. What is what has his side done in in the scope of extremism? Oh yeah, I'm uh, talking chop. You remember the crazy town and what yep. uh, in um, Portland? Yep. Of uh, extremists. 
who who decided to take over an entire town, yeah, destroy and, it, and called it their own, and um, you know burn the city to the ground essentially. You don't see the Republican side doing it. Okay, January six, I get it, but what it was, man, and it's Trump didn't set that up. I don't give a damn what they said. Maybe he could have said a few words that like kind of de-escalated it. He he could have said, "Don't do it." Right, right. I mean, yeah, obviously. But he knew that the the American people that's for America, truly for America, was fed up with the shit that was going on. And so, what they did was wrong. I get it. You should never storm a, a you know a American building like that and harm people. I get that. But there comes a point, man, where the citizens of America are just fed up. Yeah, I mean, we're getting tired of fucking just getting bent over and taking it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's bullshit. And what America's built upon now is totally different from 20 years ago. Oh yeah, 100. percent It's sad in a way. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, a lot of people need to just they just need to stand up and put you know put their foot down. Yeah, and, but see, when we do that, and what happens with that is, Dwayne, we're called extremists then. Yeah, they want to call us extremists, like we're so wrong for standing up what we truly believe in. They want us. They want us to be weak. And, exactly, and, and and do whatever they say. They want us to comply. Be a bunch of puppets on the string. That's it. They want us to be Biden, basically, with a hand up our ass, doing what they say. And it's sad because Biden's just a puppet for them. Like he's a fall guy. That's all he is for the the you know the. The whole extremist left party, man. I, I really think they, well, they wanted him in there so they'd be able to do what they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, the hardest part is, part about the speech and what, what really resonated with me is that, you know, first he, he starts off saying MAGA Republicans. Right. Which um, nobody knows really what that means. I mean, so because he, technically, if you look at what MAGA means – Make, make America, America great. Make again. America great again. So that means Trump supporters. Yes. So you're going to yeah. tell me that 74 and some odd million people are extremists? I mean, because that's what MAGA's, MAGA Republicans are right, people who right. voted for Trump. They said, what, actually, what, like 80%, 80, around 80, 85% of this country was actually for Trump. Oh yeah, I feel that. Oh yeah, 100%. yeah. Um, I don't. I forget, know, I forget the exact percentage of of the ones like in recent polls. You know, yeah. I've stated before, man. I'm not super political. I mean, it seems like these days I'm getting more political as I get older in life. But it comes to a point to where, man, I'm just tired of the shit. Like we, there are so many Americans in the same shoes as we are at this table. But we're scared to speak on what we really truly feel because we'll be labeled, labeled as an extremist and and super right and like it's just bullshit. You ain't allowed to have an yeah. opinion these days unless it's the left side's opinion. That's just it. And you're crucified when you do. What What can you talk about military wise? Are you, do you have regulation standards or you, or because you're out? Can you talk? No, maybe sorta. Uh, so, so ask that question again. Like military wise, what can you talk about? Like, are you? Is there still standards? There's not a, like. There's some missions he probably can't speak. No, about, not like sure. missions. I mean, like government wise. Can you talk about anything? And any oh man, yeah, we we really don't know a whole lot about that. They don't yeah. tell us much. Yeah. But like, okay, like what I want to question Wayne is: You've been to third world countries. I have been. You've I've, seen how these people's had to live. I've been to Iraq in 2009, 2010. Do you feel that, like, if most of these baby back ass bitch motherfuckers in America Joe right Kennedy, now <laughs> that complain 
that America's so bad. Could you imagine if they could experience what you've seen in 2009, 2010, that the Middle Eastern people, the standards they lived in? Oh, man, it would, it would change a lot of people's mind. It would have um, to. It is. It's. It's. It's a totally. It is daylight and dark difference between here and there. And we're not saying the way they live is wrong. Like yeah. we can't say. But I say the, the, the comforts that we have in America, yeah. the way the way that they live over there. That's. It's. They're used to it, just like how we're used to living over here. And, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but to us, yes, they're they are living. You know. Below per, below poverty standards. Yeah, if you way, compare way it to the poverty. to the to the way <clears throat> America's standards are, are written. The the median like the median American lives better than a lot of the, the oh, higher yeah, higher yeah. than median people like you, as money wise over there. I've never got to meet a true like Middle Eastern person and was they humble like the the good people there, was they humble about the way they lived? Did they, was they glad that you guys was there? Or did they re, like reject you guys being Oh there. man, they was they was some. There is there is some uh, Middle Eastern that uh, that really likes us. You know, we'd be over there doing a patrol mission. They was give us thumbs up, um, say we like we like the U.S. We like the U.S. Because um, you was kind of liberating them from the extremists that was taking over their country. Yeah, yeah. and um, uh, so some some liked us, but man, they was they was a big percentage that really, didn't. Oh, that really hated us. Okay, like with that being said, I know we're getting off on some other shit now which is pretty cool like i said this is natural conversation guys so everybody out there with us we want you guys to feel like you're sitting at the table with us but um now okay put yourself in their shoes because i love the military i think everything y'all y'all do is fucking amazing i salute every military person i think they're not giving enough respect personally now if somebody took over like coming coming into our country we'd be the same way in a way you know what i'm saying like say if russia some red dawn shit they did pull up in here. We're going to be like those small groups of Middle Easterns is going to fight against them. Oh, yeah. We would be those guys. Yeah. We would. But, you know, the thing is, a lot of the public, like the general public in the Middle Eastern states and cities, are being ran by extremists. So they're like, they got to walk on eggshells about what they want to talk about or what they can do, right? Mm -hmm. Or they could be executed or like, you know, their families could be executed and, yeah, we'll see, like, uh, you know, our interpreters and everything that we had over there, uh, they had to go around in masks. Nobody can know who they was. Um, they were still released to go out in the town, in their own town, and do whatever they want to, but the reason why they had to wear a mask was so their own people or the Taliban groups. They didn't know that they were the one giving they the, didn't. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't uh, need to know that they was helping us interpret and stuff because they, they would be killed. They'd be executed, immediately. Yeah. They'd be executed immediately. And see, right. these are the kind of things that you don't worry about in America. But you got people out here that screaming they hate America, stomping on the flag, dude, and like <laughs> Brittany Griner Griner situation. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I love America still, but this shit. We're going to have to get some resolution here. We're we're a participation trophy of the United States now. We're getting weak. We are. We're getting. We're, we're getting weak. We're getting really soft. And I'll tell you, like uh, a lot of the military too is. Oh, some of the stuff they're enacting yeah. now is just sad. Oh man, I'm telling you. How how much do you think the military has changed since 2009, 2010 to where we're at now? Oh man, in the early in the early 2000s stuff, uh, all the way up, I think it started changing. Probably around 2015, yeah. but uh, but it's it's way different. Like it's, I, I think a lot of people's getting a lot. Well, I know you probably softer. know this. They took away the shark attack. 
the fuck is a shark attack? Yeah, I don't know. That didn't happen when you were there? Uh, That's the the attack from all the, you know, when all the, when you get off the bus the first time in boot camp. Oh, they like swarm you? When like all the drill instructors. Oh, shit. Yeah, when the drill instructors jump on you and stuff. Did you go through that? Oh yeah, yeah. Now, now they it's like have, look at you, Mister Stevens. You look like a bitch boy. Yeah, no, I'm they, kidding. I don't they know what will, they will be all as soon as you get off that bus. They will be in your face, chewing you up one side and down the other. They're they trying to be. break you they're down. Breaking you. Yeah, they're breaking you down mentally and building you back up their way, building you back up stronger. And a lot of people was so they was so they was getting butt hurt <laughs> over that. And, well, it's and, gone now. They don't do that. Anymore. Wow. Yeah, they was they was a lot of people getting butt hurt and complaining, saying, "Oh well, you know, he made me cry." Oh my god! Like they, they so you're a fucking team building organization. You know things. Now. Yeah. So they they actually got for a while. They had a card when they first started doing that. This was after I had already got out and stuff. But um, they would give you a card, and if you got under too much pressure, or if the drill instructor was giving you uh too, too much hard, flack, too hard of a time, and jumping yeah, on you, you'd yeah. hand them that card, and you'd have to take a break for like fifteen. It's minutes. Like you get out of jail oh free card oh, on Monopoly, shit. bro. Yeah, what? and that was what? when you were in there. So that was after so I got two thousand. Lord what? knows what it is now. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, oh, man, is it like it was, that now? I want to read this quote, man, because this some quote. Of the, some sorry, sorry to interrupt, but some of the, some of the stuff that I've seen lately on what they do compared to what the shark attack used to be, or you know, you know. For for lack of better terms, because that's what I've always heard it called. You know, when they come at you getting off the bus to get you into, you know, what's it called? Um, where they take you in to... In processing. Yeah, in process. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's what I, I'd known as yeah. the shark attack. But now See, I never heard they really run you that, through but... all kinds of different, like, team building... Things that uh, are nowhere near the same yeah. thing. And so you'll go through in processing for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And then when, you, when you're done, then you'll go to your actual battery or company, you know, whatever. Then then after that, you go to the MOSs and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, to your MOS. Okay. And then, then that's where you really meet, like, all of your drill sergeants. Yeah. So you was a non-commissioned officer, right? Yes, I became a non-commissioned officer. That's pretty cool. When man. I was in, I got. That's badass. There's a quote I want to state, though, man. And I don't know if you guys, has heard this, you guys have heard this quote. Maybe some of our listeners out there have. Check this out. This this really can really correlates with the damn situation we're speaking about. Okay, this quote says, "Hard times make hard men. Hard men make easy times. Easy times make soft men. Soft men make hard times." That's the truth. Right now, we're in a soft men situation, and I'm not saying because we can get into this too. I'm not saying, like, you have to be a manly, super manly man. But there's got to be certain things you stand on. You know what I mean? As a man. Um, but that quote right there, when I first heard that quote, that really hit me. I'm going to state that again, man. Hard times make hard men. Hard men make easy times. Easy times make soft men. And soft men make hard times. Definitely. If, uh, if, if you can't pull your weight in the Army, it's almost you like a yeah. weak link in the chain. And it makes exactly. it, it makes everybody else past that link struggle. So what this yeah. quote to, to me really represents is like you got to be a medium. You know what I'm saying? It says hard men make hard or hard times make hard men. So I mean, we don't want to be super ruthless. I get that, but we don't want to be super soft. There's got to be there's a, a fucking straight and narrow on there, bro. You know, well, what I'm there's a difference between a hard man and an and an evil man, right? Like, like just because you're hard doesn't mean you're like 
an evil person who's going to do like right, bad right. things and you just stand up for what you believe. And that's that's to me that's what's happened to that to uh, masculinity in general now. Oh man, it's because yeah. it's it's been attacked <sighs> so hard because of some of some of the things that evil men have done. Exactly. Hey, you know, come. It's down. become unpopular to be a manly man. It has. We got people wearing dresses and shit now. You know what I'm saying? Put makeup on and French kissing on TV. I mean, I'm just going to get into it, but I ain't really. What you guys do behind closed doors, I don't give a shit. I don't crucify nobody on that. But at the same time, it's like we're trying to program our children with that. Bro, I mean, all right. So I listened to Theo Vaughn and, and, and uh, Joe Rogan on the way over here and no shit. Same mm-hmm. topic, pretty much, kind of, sort of. But really, legit question. How many, how many rich men are hard right now? In this country, not very many. Let me too. Sorry, Elon. I like you, bro. You're my boy. Nah, but you ain't throwing no hands. Elon Zuckerberg, Gates. I will say this: Zuckerberg is training mixed martial arts now. Fucker's soft, dude. Look at him. He might tap a motherfucker out. He now. might tap somebody out, but I'm just and saying, appreciate like, the Oculus, And if bro. his trainer hit him hard <laughs> the wrong way, he would sue him, and that would be it. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, everybody, like. <laughs> everybody that everybody that this generation that's coming up is looking up to as as a money making man, they're, as they're, a salary, they're more little dude softer that guy. Is rich is fucking soft. Well, dude. I'm not gonna say soft. I'm gonna say more nerdy, no, more more book smart. Soft. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they don't have common sense. No, I'm just but they're not savage, as we said before. No. Another they, podcast. They've got everything. They got a lot of people doing everything for them. Yeah, and it's smart. But think about this: I can't knock them for that. Work harder or smarter. Yeah. What you gonna do? You're gonna work smarter. A lot of us work harder, and and I hate that for us because we got to figure out ways to work smarter. Mm-hmm. And they've fucking done it. Yeah, and I don't know how, but they've done it. It's a glitch. I mean, it's they, a glitch in they, the fucking. They've done it. It's but a glitch in the. Sim, they're like, soft dude. simulation, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's nobody that. I mean, they they build a tech company. Yeah, you know, they sold it for billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what what did they have to go through? That's true. We don't know behind the scenes what they truly went through. I mean, we I know don't. Elon works twelve to fourteen hours still a day. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, I re- I respect I, the work, but I'm talking masculinity. Masculinity. Right, right. What, 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 what? Okay. Well, you got just like the white boy, basic white boy shit. What is true masculinity? What makes what makes you I'm okay? What say it like okay? That, but what makes you <laughs> what turns me on about masculinity? I mean, what makes you what no. makes you savage? Okay, true. Okay, everybody's thoughts of masculinity is different. I'm sure. Yeah. Me, I'm thinking of Viking motherfuckers. I'm thinking of kings. Right. I'm thinking right. of Spartans. I'm thinking of great warriors like Alexander the Great. That's mm-hmm. masculinity to me. Mm-hmm. But when I break it down, what really, what really is masculinity, dude? Like, that's a tough one, man. Mind over matter. Right? We're almost being crucified as men. Also, we're not allowed to be sad. We're not allowed to show emotion because it shows weakness, and we're programmed that way. That could be a whole other podcast. We could get into that. And personally, I'm not saying that I don't like. I you know it don't bother me. Like I understand we push it to the side a lot because mm-hmm. as men growing up from the from the 1900s till now, you're taught to be. Stand up for your family. You're starting to be the strong one. Like you can't show like as much emotion. That's kind of masculinity to me. But I don't know what your definition is. Everybody at this table's got different definitions of masculinity. I believe that's that's a very vague. Some people might say big bearded up, muscled up motherfucker like Dwayne over here tatted. You know what I'm saying? That's masculine. Might be like Garrett riding a Harley with them mediocre pipes on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But but you know as men. 
you know, a lot of people, there's statistics out there, and I don't know if Losey, he could be looking them up because we, he might be looking up the statistics on, on men on like suicide rates, no, on on about that. mental mental disorder rates. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of men feel they can express their true feelings, but at the same time, because it makes them feel weak, less mm-hmm. masculine, which I get that. But there's there's a different point when you cross the line of putting lipstick on and tying your shirt up, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying, trying to you know act feminine. And that's a lot of in your mentality. Right. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this out there, man. Like I don't have any issues with gay guys, man, gay girls or whatever. But do you, now I I wonder what truly do you think you're born that way or you evolved that way and want to become um, a homosexual or a lesbian? I, what do you feel about that, man? And I'm gonna break it down where I've analyzed it. And I'll tell you, I think it's a lot of uh, like maybe how either how some people grows up and what they're around. Yeah, um, culture maybe. Yeah, sometimes like maybe how they're treated. Right, I can see that. We're just gonna break it out here, and, what, and then we'll get into what makes a masculine man and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We're just gonna bring it everywhere on this. Cause, I mean, we gotta wrap it up soon because Lucy's got shit to do, um, and I'm proud of him for going back to school. That's badass. But um, now me and my brother had this discussion. My brother is a Democrat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not gonna say he's a super extremist leftist, nah. but he he's not Republican. We still love him. Though. We still love you, bro. And we might need to get him on the fucking podcast one night just to get his views. You know what I'm saying? Just to be just to be fair. But um, we ain't going to put no straight leftist motherfuckers on here because they're going to get this right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways. Um, nah, we're just fucking with y'all. We don't really care what y'all believe in. Um, now, me and my brother had this discussion. He said, and this when I was younger, man, and I'm going to be honest, when I was younger, I was more homophobic. I wasn't as accepting to people's beliefs like that. I was more stubborn, I'll say. I don't know, you know, when you're young, you just, you're in your fucking, you're in your zone. You know what I'm saying? You believe how you want to believe. As you get older, you become more open in thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if they want to do that, it's up to them. Whatever. Okay, so my brother said, you know, I think they're born that way. He thinks it's a genetic thing. And it, and it possibly could be. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a, that's a hard. But then you see some people that's on, had man. kids. And then start sucking dick at 40. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be real with it. Yeah. Ask kids. Let's be real with get it. a divorce. And there's nothing right. If y'all want to suck a dick, suck a dick. But it's, always, but it's always been in the back of their mind. Anyway. You know it's, you know right. It's always been it's that like, thing, like the curiosity side you, of, of. Now, yeah. Now, here, now here's with regression. And that it ties back around. I ain't talking to you, Gene. <laughs> no, no, no. We ain't do it. Well, I ain't hypnotizing you doing no crazy shit. But now here's what I read on, from several different books on regression in past lives. What they say is, like, homosexuality in this life could be because in a prior life you was a woman or a man, and in this life you're yeah, the opposite sex. Sense. Who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> but uh, I don't even know how the hell we got on this topic, really. Yeah. All masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. So what y'all's definition of what do you what do you think really represents masculinity? That's a hard one, man. Well, I mean, I've I've always went off the traditional like the definition, yeah, yeah, yeah. the traditional definition, which is usually like like what we talk about with Kilby stoicism, yeah, yeah, um, dominance, aggression, you know, yeah. competitiveness, yeah. But you know, when, like, you, when uh, you analyze it in these days, times, Ryan, and, and that's not nothing wrong with that at all because I believe that same shit. Now they want to flip around to be as as being sexist when you dominance. You know what I'm saying? Aggression. 
they think you're wrong now, like in general society for being that way, which is bullshit. Like, well, that's, I mean, that's the attack on masculinity. That's the whole agenda. Yeah. And we're uh, wrong for being masculine now. We're wrong for being white males now. We got white privilege now. You know, there are all kinds of damn topics, man. Yeah, they want people to be less masculine so they're easier controlled. Yeah, true. That's what I think. There you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's why the attack on uh, masculinity has happened. Because if 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 every male in the world was very headstrong, is right? is less headstrong, less stoic. I like where this is going. Less aggressive, less competitive, and less dominant. They comply. They comply with whatever you want. Yep, they yep. lay down. Exactly. And, and not saying females do that. I'm not saying there's some very strong-willed females. So like that can get a whole like. Well, I mean. Both both sexes, which I I b- believe there's only two. Sorry, sorry like if you don't. don't believe it. That's whatever. I ain't getting behind but all that. I'm sorry. There, there can be ones who who males who act more feminine, right? And right. and females who act more masculine. And I've seen some feminine and, guys. And that feminine, doesn't make them right. any different, right? Other than their mannerisms. Yes, that's, that's, yes. Because that's what they've grown up to be. That's the way they want to be. And now that's fine. I've, I've met some. More feminine men. That's not gay, though. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's more softer spoken. It's wild when you think about men or women. There's categories in it. You got passive guys that don't like to fight. You got guys that don't like drama. You got guys that don't like no kind of conflict. But you got guys like a, like some of us at the table are like, "Fuck it, let's get it." Like we're easy to get along with, but Just at the drop this. of a dime, I'm swinging on you, bro. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. there's nothing wrong with either yeah. one of those. Um, it's just man, it's just hard. That's a hard situation to really discuss, and I love bringing that shit up. Um, and I like your response on that. That's yeah. It's just the attack on masculinity is is exactly what he said. It's meant to uh, give control to, and it's meant to break us down mentally. Like we're not yeah. allowed. Like we're wrong for believing that way. You can be masculine, bro, and you don't just because you're masculine don't mean you hate homosexuals. Just because you're masculine don't mean you hate certain groups or individuals. But they, no, they label it that way now. That's yeah. why I said, that's why I, I stated specifically that there's a different difference between a, a masculine, a strong, yeah, exactly. aggressive man yeah. and an evil man. Exactly. Masculine doesn't equal evil. So here at Mind Faction. Like I said, there's some outliers on any side. Here at Mind but, Faction, we still represent the masculine male. That's my Despite. Thing. Yeah, like I read a post earlier um, that had a bunch of comments on it. Actually, they particularly just posted the comments, but it was for women. It was like, you know, what what would you do if there were no men on earth? And then comment after comment after comment was like, I don't know, maybe dress how I wanted to without the fear of, you know, being raped or go out at night and, and star- stargaze by myself and not worry about being hurt. Like the persona on men recently within I would say the past five years has pretty much been men are only out to do certain things or to look at women a different way or to see, you know, just them for their body. Right, right, right. it really sucks that we have to read those comments and be like, damn, you know, this is what women think about men just because of... Like we're all pigs, man. Certain fucking people, you know. Yeah, it's like you got one person that fucks it up for the whole crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't do that because that's stereotyping then. Well, no. the, yeah, they judge judge all men basis based on, on a very select the few. Evil yes. Ted Bundy's. But you know where this shit's like getting that. us? You know where the shit's getting us? Weak ass men. Well, that and transgender dudes 
getting women pregnant in prisons because they wow, don't know, they don't know how to get them. That's fucking. I true. just read an article the other day. Dude got two women pregnant in a women facility. Yeah, who's got to take care of those kids? They did. They were gonna put them in a, the woman facility. He was a dude. Still had a dick. I'm like telling you. You want you wow. want to tell me? I come in. I identify as a woman. I got this dick between my legs, and then I'm gonna fuck these women prisoners in here and get them pregnant. Man, that's right. Just, that's just like when they was uh, a while back when they was changing the bathrooms. Man, that to, shit pissed me off, bro. But let some. Let's that's a whole. <laughs> that's a good subject. Get let, on some time. Let some forty-seven-year-old man walk in behind my daughter in a fucking bathroom because they identify as a woman. My, yeah. Mm. Man, I heard like not throwing anybody under the bus, but I heard at one of the schools in Scott County, man, that they had to put a. Uh, a litter box in the bathroom because a kid identified as a, a feline. A cat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a new thing. Yeah, Get the fuck out. Bro, who the fuck? You can identify as whatever you want to identify as, and we're going to make it appropriate. We're going to give you this little award. We're going to give you this little certificate. Make you think it's okay. Like, oh, this is okay. Do whatever the fuck you want. No, it ain't okay. No, it ain't okay. And this is what it ties back to mental health. When you start letting kids do that shit at a young age, young age, young age, Sound bad. Young age is that that's not good mentally for these kids, man. Right. I used to run around thinking I was a lion and play like I was a lion when I was a kid. <sighs> Dude, Did I no, go over here and fucking mean- kick my feet in a litter box in the schoolhouse? Right. No. I was a fucking young man. And I'm a masculine young man. No, that's what I'm saying. I think <laughs> I think I, I'm not about pushing anything on anybody. No, right? I believe in free will. I yeah, I don't push dogs. anything on my Damn, kids, man. man. And I I don't. But like, I grew up watching Roseanne. You know, I grew yeah. up watching shit like that. And now, like, I watch Roseanne, and it's like, you know, the dude's a girl acting like a girl. The yeah. kid, the teenager. You know, it's like there was programming us back then. <sighs> I just can't. I, I can't get in. I'm, nothing against it. Whatever you want to do, but yeah. I can't get into it. I'm not going to say that that we can push on our kids anything like beliefs but there is guidelines yeah in life anywhere in life you a job there's guidelines yeah uh anything you do in life there's guidelines and there needs to be the same thing like you just can't let people run fucking wild at at some point there has to be and this ties back to the biblical stuff the ten commandments that was a guideline that's affirmations for ancient people up to this life because there has to be guidelines and rules at some part or some point to where they're not extreme but you know well, I mean, that's, I'm gonna say that's, right this, man. That's where you get to the divide because exactly. you have you have the leftist mentality of this utopian, no rules, everybody, everything's free, everything's free. You know, the government's going to take care of you. Bernie's and, kicked back in his mud. And you have like to do mittens. nothing for the rest of your life. <laughs> like that's that's not feasible. That's not possible. It's, it's a fantasy world. Because it's not real life. Because man. when you give the control to the government like that, that's called socialism. Exactly. And that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It's it never does. If, if you want proof, look at Venezuela. Look at <laughs> yeah. Cuba. Look at Germany. Anybody Call who literally out. came from there. Call, it's call them, them out, out man. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. It's the China virus. <laughs> look, call them out. We're going to call it out. Um, <laughs> man, I don't know. I don't I'm know, guys. You, dude, it's the. It's the it's the people that we follow. It's the it people is. that we look up to. It's, it's crazy. It's the people that are are in They're leadership misleading, bro. positions. Misleading that right now that that is making this country to to what it has to be You're or what correct. it is 100%. and what they want it to be, dude. You, you go back how many how many presidents before the the previous presidents that we've had have served in the war? <sighs> Did real fucking time in war. Like, Zero. You, you're looking up to these guys that that served in combat. And went through the shit and come in and lead a country and now we're we're looking at 
somebody who was in office for 47 years and didn't did do nothing. shit. Brought nothing to didn't the table. Nothing. Go ahead, dude. You just got to jump in, bro. Man, I think, <laughs> I, I think you need to get one of these uh, old generals yeah. or colonels that has actually been there, done that, seen the shit, knows how everything goes on. Those are rare nowadays. Yes. And and get him and and let somebody like that be the president. Yeah. They don't want well, it, well, this ties – okay, that's awesome because that ties back to – some of the Greek times, some of the um, the medieval times, to where the the kings went to battle with their troops, mm-hmm. and and the general republic, like the whole public body, respected them more. The all their civilians respected them more because they stood on what they believed, and they was willing to risk yeah. their life for their beliefs in their country. But they don't want it though, and I can't say that I blame them, dude. If I was a general or you know served my country and did yeah. all this, there's no fucking way I would run for president because I can guarantee you everybody that has ran for president has questioned themselves, their values, their morals, you know and everything about themselves because of the fucking the scrutiny, country that man. they're trying to serve. Yeah, you cannot please nobody. No. So if I'm no, no matter how good you do, if bro. I'm a general that that has served this country, dude, I'd be like, fuck, no, I ain't running for president, and, dude. You know, motherfuckers would rip me apart. And that's Kill what me, really, and, and not saying Trump's a great guy, like I said, but that's what really makes me respect Trump, that he's willing to stand up again for four years, the hell he went through. Oh, yeah. To yeah, do that again. He didn't even have to do it the first time. And you tell me, like, not to interrupt you, Ryan, but you tell me, any of the listeners out there, what did he gain from that presidency? Literally nothing. He's the he first, lost. He's the first president Money? in history for his net worth to go down during exactly. his presidency. So you tell me that he done that for some kind of caustic or self-help reasoning to be president. He did not do that for that reason. I remember I seen a, um, I think it may have been on Oprah years ago. Damn, I think it's like you a, watch Oprah. No, nah, I don't fuck with Oprah. Oh, okay. hey, she has some past life regression shit on her son, but uh, I feel Oprah's kind of racist, bro. Oh, you know what okay. I'm saying? But uh, personally, I do. Um, okay. Fuck all that racism shit. But anyways, <laughs> but she did have Trump back in the day on her yeah. talk show. She said, well, why don't you run for presidency? He's like, you know, when the country gets bad enough that I feel I could be a help and that I need to stand for the country, I'll run for presidency. Till then, I have no reason to. And that was a stand-up move even back then. Yeah. But he knew running for his term, he wasn't going to gain nothing from that. No, it was financially. Gonna, he knew it was going to be quite the opposite, actually. Yeah, and he, he stood up for that. He donated most of his money to the military. He took, what, $1? He had to take $1? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just a – it was a – it's a, a have-to thing. He has to receive one check. Episode as, 42. As the, um, she got wild. Yeah. I like it. I mean, don't take nothing we say, guys, as like we're super bad people as far as like the homeless. We feel here at My Faction that anybody that truly needs help deserves that help. But then you have that fine line where people are abusing this situation and this, and this whole – way of life for people and in, in using it when somebody else could really use the help. So we can't stand by that. I can't. I know I can't. If you really need it, we understand. But I think we're going to go ahead and probably wrap this one up, guys. Um, I know it's getting late. Lucy's got some papers to do for school. And I appreciate y'all rocking with us. We had some technical difficulties about 30-something minutes in. We still got an hour and like 15 minutes for y'all. For sure. And it got a little political. It got a little out there. But as always, here in my faction. It's hard not to be nowadays. We want you guys to think outside the box. We want you guys to analyze everything, every aspect of life. Really break it down and analyze it and take for what you want with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, build your own opinion. And before I leave, all the people out there listening, 
whether you're driving, what you're doing, I want you to close your eyes so I can hypnotize. <laughs> don't do all that. Don't do all that. Oh, count from five to one and you will be. No, no shit though. Hopefully the password like regression and the hypnosis classes go well for me. And hopefully we got more stories to bring to this. And if we do hypnotize people that's not on the on the podcast, maybe we can bring them in for interviews. Dwayne That'd be pretty next. cool. Dwayne won't do it. <laughs> Dwayne won't do it. I don't know. He'll be less masculine in his prior life, he thinks, and he <laughs> he uh he just don't want to do it. What's B? I'm trying to get him by Harley too. He won't do that either. Man, I, I'll tell you, I've got a. I've, I've always had a bad feeling about street bikes. If I had one, he's got I'll a burnt right. brown truck. He's got to get rid of, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Man, all right, I'm gonna touch on this right before we leave. Okay, Dwayne has built a fucking nice ass show truck quality 1975 Scottsdale. Badass truck, man. Okay, I bought Dwayne's Cherokee from him. You heard me mention earlier in the the, the homeless story. Um. <laughs> And he was supposed to build his truck for this. Ah, I'm just going to ride back roads. We'll go down Rock Creek and oh, snake yeah. hunt in it. Now it's become a fucking museum piece. Yep. Now Dwayne's put less than 100 miles on this truck. If y'all are interested, it's a badass truck. Everything's new on it. And he's decided to sell it. And then my truck and it kind of broke my heart. <laughs> so this guy comes all the way from, um, was it Pigeon Forge area? It was Sevierville. Sevierville, down in Tennessee. Seen pictures of this truck. Now, I don't know what kind of color corrections on his fucking phone. If he's got like a maybe a Japanese or I mean like a Chinese knockoff screen where his shit looked different than Dwayne's truck in person. Or maybe if he's, or if he's colorblind. colorblind. Or yeah. colorblind. But Dwayne's truck is a very vibrant red with a little bit of pearl in it. Very bright red truck. Um, you might have seen on my Facebook. I posted some pictures on my story and stuff. This guy calls Dwayne's truck and the reason he didn't buy it because it was burnt brown. What the fuck is burnt brown, bro? Texas orange. How do you how do you get burnt brown from, you know? No, that, that, I'm no thinking that's like burnt orange. When burnt I, brown what, is what, even darker Texas, than brown. Texas Here's what I think of, guys. When I think of like a burnt brown, I think of like a walnut color stain or something. Yeah, you know, red is almost black. Like, yeah. listen, bro. I don't know who the fuck you was. Get them eyes checked out because your ass is colorblind. Huh? He needs it. He would have got, anyway. got a damn good Did he have sunglasses he on? Maybe he thought it was like a root beer color. <laughs> it was 8 in the morning. There was dew on the truck. The truck does have a lot of pearl on the paint, but it's nowhere close to burnt brown. And it changes the the color of the It's uh, like a bright orange truck. To it, it changes through all throughout the day. I mean, it depends on how bright of a day it is in the sun, and then if the truck's that, in the shade. That motherfucker ain't never burnt I mean, brown. I mean, I mean, that's, yeah. that's pearl. Yeah. Like, if you've ever seen a pearl color, you know. There's nothing brown yeah. about that a truck. A car with pearl in it, yeah. like, that's that's going to happen. It's going to have, like, a, a frequency yeah. of different colors. Oh, yeah, for sure. But none of it. Goes from red to brown. Yeah. And, yeah. and even like right at dusky dark, it even gets like all the way down to like a candy apple red. Yeah, it's a very deep right. red, not brown. And there's no time throughout the day that truck is a burnt brown. No, hell no. <laughs> so so long story short, if you're looking for a 1975 Scottsdale, beautiful <laughs> black twenties, like some billet inserts on them. I mean, oh, yeah. fucking beautiful paint. Beautiful Beautiful truck. interior. Runs good. New interior. Hey, we're going to take 24K for it, but we ain't coming off of it. So come test drive it and yeah. I need a hundred for selling that for you, Dwayne. Uh, anyways, guys, <laughs> for episode forty-two, I think we're going to sign out. I want to bring some more fun facts soon, maybe for the next episode. We had some technical technical difficulties midway, so we had to stop and kind of fucked our time up. But anyways, yeah, y'all stay being masculine men out there. Don't let them crucify <laughs> you for that. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, guys. And like, no shit on a real subject before I sign off. If on the masculine male subject. There's a lot of like 
suicide rates that are a lot higher with men than women. And this could be because they're afraid to reach out and talk to somebody because they don't want to feel like they're unmasculine. Right. We're not saying that, man. It takes a real man to reach out to talk to people about problems. So there's nothing wrong if y'all have some kind of issues that's really bothering you guys. Don't think you're unmasculine for speaking on those issues or reaching out to a friend or one of us here at Mind Faction. We'll never, like, hold that against y'all. Exactly. No, just talk to somebody. And and for, like, all the veterans out there that's having a lot of problems. Man. They're battling mentally and oh, physically. Shit. That's had some shit go on, like, through their deployment or whatever else. Real shit, if you're having, If you're having a bad problem dealing with this stuff, please go contact the VA. Yes. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that, Contact man. the vet center in Lexington and – Schedule yourself to talk to somebody. They'll yeah. talk. They'll talk to you anytime. Never think you guys are weak for doing something like that. We all battle our inner demons, man, our inner troubles. And sometimes, even myself, I've been afraid to reach out or speak on that because I didn't want some of my friends growing up think I was weak. You know what I'm saying? But there's fucking man. There's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. I've got you know I've got to talk to somebody from time. Me and to Dwayne. Time. Dwayne. Hey, I, I I think I really am glad that Dwayne feels he can. Talk to me about that stuff, man. It makes me feel good like you trust yeah. my advice. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know why you would. You know, but I, <laughs> I appreciate you for like, and a lot of the people, man, I tattoo, like they tell me it's like therapy to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they can really get it off their chest and know I'm not going to spread their business. You know what I'm saying? And they get my aspect on things and it helps yeah. me too. So, well, so, sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's good to just talk to somebody. It is, man. And, and you'll work into those conversations that, you know, you, you need to talk about because yeah. naturally you want to get it off your chest. And if you feel comfortable in a situation, yeah. you're going to. Yeah. So, so, so just find you, find you that person. I can also hypnotize you. That, you know, that person or that doctor or whatever, yeah. whatever it is yep. that you can speak to. Hey guys, like there's nothing and, there, on an end note. Just reach out, man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, that will not make you less masculine. Yeah, it's not going to make you any less of a person because, nope. you know, I was in the Army. I was a non-commissioned officer. I went to Iraq. I've been there and done it, and I know a lot of stuff that people's having problems with because it happened to me while I was over oh, there. Yeah. So when I have to talk to somebody and get it off my chest, uh, it makes me feel a lot better. Hey, just, you know, just do it. Just do it, man. Do it, and don't keep it, don't keep it bottled inside. Mental health is such a crazy thing. These time of days, because I'm going to be honest, man, I feel sorry for the kids having to grow up in this crazy society right now. Yeah. I need to quit running my mouth because my, I it, it, it keep Y'all about to get around. my wheelhouse. I'm about to All right, so look, okay, house. look, <laughs> maybe next and next, yeah. we have to remember for Y'all 43, right we need to touch on that for because, sure. man, that's a big thing. Yeah. And it's, it's only going to get worse if we don't straighten it out. Yep. So on that, salute to all the vets, salute to all the mind faction guys out there, man, and women. We love y'all. And we appreciate everything y'all do for us as far as the, the responses and the feedback. And like we said before, it don't cost nothing to do. Leave us a good review and get our get our Mind Faction podcast out there to everybody else. Photo show. We out. We out. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen. What you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a miracle. Given the scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the material to pursue the exploration of the universe. Broadcasting around the world. Three, two, one. This is a Mind Faction Podcast.